Good day brothers and sisters, this is Cap Marky and welcome to Feast at Home. <laughs> oh, I hope and pray you know, that everyone had a very, very blessed and productive last week. So I, I am now flashing on the screen ways on how you can share those blessings to our brothers and sisters who are also in need and for us to continue this mission here at Feast at Home. I invite everyone in the presence of the Lord us all pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Brothers and sisters, welcome here at Feast at Home. Now, we are in the book of Matthew. And the more we get into the Gospel of Matthew, the more we realize that Matthew was such a brilliant writer. Now, in today's story, you'll also notice that the tension starts heating up between Jesus and those religious leaders. Now, as they accuse him of blasphemy, a religious crime, a religious crime, huh? whose penalty was, ask me what, death, kamatayan. Now, as early as now, you know, you'll notice that you know, uh, everything is, you know, like, it's like dominoes that's falling into place uh, and it is arranged towards the climax of Jesus' crucifixion. crucifixion. And our, you know, our story for today is from Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 to 8. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path let's read these brothers and sisters jesus climbed into a boat and went back across the lake to his own town now some people brought him a paralyzed man on a map well seeing their fate jesus said to the paralyzed man be encouraged my child your sins are forgiven but some of the teachers of the law, religious law said to themselves, That's blasphemy. Does he think he's God? Well, Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, Why do you have such evil thoughts in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up and pick up your mat and go home. The man jumped up and went home. Fear swept through the crowd as they saw this happen. And they praised God for giving humans such authority. Lord, I declare that my relationship with you comes first in my life. You are my 
Lord, you are my authority, you are the number one priority in every area of my life. I submit to your authority, I submit, Lord, to your mercy. In the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Amen. Father and Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Today, we, Brother Monching and Brother Neo, would like to preach on the message, Submit to His Mercy. I'm sure a lot of people like, you know, you like the word mercy, but not the word submit. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a problem with authority? Well, I know a lot of people have, yes. Well, I did. I still do sometimes, especially with my wife, Anna. <laughs> I have a story. Oh, uh, I remember a 16-year-old young man who asked for help. He needed help with his parents. With his parents. He was blessed with a good ear. Well, Again, he was 16 and he wanted to further study music. Well, he said he wanted to be, um, he wanted to be a professional musician. But he's been having, you know, uh, problems with his parents. Well, to him, it's a problem. <laughs> they wanted him to become, well, the parents wanted him to become a doctor. Well, he passed, you know, entrance exams for pre-med and also for music. Those courses, well, those entrance exams, he passed it, you know. But even, but even in the last minute, you know, he was raging, you know, rebelling against his parents because he wanted music so much. <laughs> but mautak maminya, mautak ininrol siya sa pre-med course. <laughs> And he was forced to submit, well, to her mom's wishes. Because he enrolled na siya. Although, no, through college, he was still in a band and got mixed up with all sorts of vices and, you know, barcadas that made him neglect his studies. In short, he became a substance abuser. Yes, naging addict siya. Dropped out of school. What tuli-tuli ng bumarkada. You know, nagpaka-rock star si Pogi. But even in the worst situation he was, yes, nakulog po siya. His parents and his family was there to love him, you know, rescued him, support him. Well, hindi pa nadalayan after that. After that incident, hindi pa siya nadala. You know, sumagad pa siya. No? Sinagad niya talaga yung kalokohan niya. Now, even rehabs couldn't shake him off the vice. And he was lost. Well, by the grace of God, he was given another chance in life. You know? Another chance. He then submitted to his parents' wishes. Well, to make this long story short, 
he went back to school, finished the degree, and now has a little success in business. In this story, you know, I realized I just needed to submit to my parents' authority, and yes, ako po yon. <laughs> now, question. Layo tayo niyang konti. Naniniwala ba kayo sa brainwash? Because, you know, we have been brainwashed. Yes, we have been brainwashed. To add to the story, you know, Hollywood doesn't like authority too. Hollywood doesn't like authority too. You know, watch our regular sitcoms or watch your regular series. Notice how teachers are portrayed as stupid and incompetent who are fixated on archaic rules. Parents are portrayed as who are, you know, like, you know, they're out of touch. Yung, you know, their distance is there. The parents na parang sobrang layo na ng, you know, sobrang laki ng barrier between the, the, those, you know, their children. And they never listen to their children. And even priests, you know, are being portrayed as sex perverts and nuns who are, you know, menopausal prudes. And politicians who are corrupt bastards and businessmen who are greedy and selfish. You know, motives. We've been brainwashed not to like authority. Now, here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. God is the highest authority. And if you have problems with authority, we'll have problems with God. Now, we want God we want God to be our buddy. That's why for many Christians, a buddy, yes. For many Christians, we want God to be our buddy, not our boss. Yes. Now, if we need anything, <laughs> we go to our buddy. Yeah. If we mess up, we want God to be our buddy to forgive us. <laughs> if we need something, we want God, you know, we want God, our buddy, to give it to us. And if it doesn't answer our prayer right away, nagagalit pa tayo. <laughs> if we're carrying a lot of stuff, we, no, we want God, our buddy, to carry our burdens for us. Buddy. Huh? Buddy, not boss. In our minds, buddy is good. Boss is bad. That's why when God tells us to do something, we rebel. We don't like it. We want you know, our freedom. No? <laughs> but there's the paradox. But, no, but here's the paradox. I believe, I believe, true freedom can only happen when you're totally, when you're totally submissive or when you totally submit to His authority. Again, True freedom can only happen when you totally submit to His authority. Now, in today's Bible story, Matthew was establishing the authority of Jesus. He says that it's a different kind of authority. And today, brothers and sisters, let's learn, you know, let's learn, let's uh, open our minds to what Matthew is telling us. That Jesus has authority here on earth. And it's a different kind of authority.
Bromonchi. Thank you, Brother Marky. Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Ako po si Brother Monching at tara na at samahan niyo ako ipagpatuloy natin ang napakagandang talk ngayong linggo. Baka nagtataka kayo ako ay nakadamit pang preso. Ibinagay ko lamang po sa title ng ating talk which is Make Me Forgiven. You see, pag tayo ay punong-puno ng kasalanan, tayo ay namumuhay sa guilt, no? And pakiramdam natin para tayong bilanggo, para tayong isang preso. Pero salamat na lamang sa pagmamahal at pagpapatawad ng Diyos, itong letter P na preso ay pinalitan niya. P meaning pinatawad. P meaning pinalaya. At ang preaching natin ngayon will be talking about His mercy. The big message today is this, submit to His mercy. Yan, submit to His mercy. Alam mo, gustong-gusto natin bilang tao pag tayo'y pinakikitaan ng mercy, ng habag, ng awa. Pero ayaw na ayaw naman natin mag-submit o sumunod. <laughs> Tatanungin kita, kapatid, do you have a problem with authority? Nahihirapan ka bang sumunod sa tao na mas nakatataas, nakaaangat ang estado sa iyo? Ah, yan ang magandang tanong. Either sa bahay, ha? sa opisina, sa boss mo, sa manager mo, okay? sa organisasyon ninyo, pati na sa gobyerno o sa community. Hindi na ako lalayo pa kahit dito sa community natin. Alam mo, marami ang may issues sa ganyan kasi kahit ako, nag-i-struggle ako sa ganyang issues. Okay, lalo na noon. <laughs> Pero try to reflect on this. Baka kasi sakaling uh, makatulong sa inyo. Itong buong talk na ito, it, uh, let's let's do a, uh, a reflection on ourselves. Okay, trace natin. Baka saan ba nang gagaling ito? Ikaw, meron ka bang kakilala? O ikaw mismo? Huh? Nasubukan mo ng parang palipat-lipat ng trabaho. Palipat-lipat ng kumpanya dahil ayaw mo sa boss mo. Naiinis ka sa boss mo. Kesyo masungit, ha? mabagsik, wala sa lugar, wala sa ayos, intrimitido, intrimitida, masama ugali. At kung ano-ano pang hindi magagandang bagay. At dahil doon, umaalis ka. Sinasahin mo, ayoko na rito kasi yung boss ko wala sa ayos, lipat ako rito. Subukan mo na ba yan? Ang problema, okay? Kasi I'm sure nangyari na sa iyo. Ah, nangyari na sa akin yun. Pero tinitiis ko lang. Ito ha, pakinggan nyo ito ha. Ang problema, kung mga sampung beses ka ng palipat-lipat ng kumpanya. Okay? Yun at yun pa rin ang issue mo. Yung boss mo. You see, baka kasi hindi mo nakikita yung nakikita ng boss mo. Baka pag ikaw yung naging boss at na-handle mo yung ganung pressure, eh baka maging ganun ka rin o baka mas higit pa. So, kailangan maintindihan mo kung saan siya nang gagaling. Okay? So, ang mahirap dyan is, ang sinasabi mo sa sarili mo, kaya ka umaalis lagi, kasi tinuturo mo lagi yung bintang, yung sisi, kasi ganito yung boss ko eh, ganito kasi yung boss ko eh, ganito ko yung palakad nila rito, ganito, 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 ganyan. Kaya ako umaalis, okay? kasi halimaw yung aking boss. Pero baka naman, Kapatid, baka lang, okay? Baka naman. <laughs> eh, hindi lang yung boss mo ang may issue. Baka ikaw na. Kung sa unang beses mo ginawa yun, eh, maintindihan ko pa. Pero kung sampung beses na palipat-lipat, hindi ka mapakalit, hindi ka mapalagay. Okay? The only thing constant sa lahat ng pinuntahan mo is you. 
hindi na yung boss mo. Kasi magkakaiba na ng boss yun. Hindi na yung kumpanya mo. Magkaka baka magkakaibang industriya pa yun. Pero bakit pa ulit-ulit nangyayari? Ano ang pare-pareho? What is constant? It is you. Minsan, hindi lang ito sa trabaho nangyayari. Pati sa community. Palipat-lipat, pati sa simbahan, palipat-lipat. Okay? Lahat na lang, pati circle of friends, pati barkada, palipat-lipat. Okay? Kasi ganito yan eh. Kasi ganito sila eh. Parating tumuturo palabas. Kapag ka ganito na ang nangyayari, kapatid, huwag mabilis nagtuturo o naghahanap. Maipapasa yung mali sa iba. Do an honest and personal check on yourself. Baka naman ang diferensya ay nasa iyo at hindi nasa ibang tao. Hindi ko sinasabing tama yung ginagawa nila. Ang sinasabi ko lang, eh, baka ito na yung panahon na mag-reflect ka. Kasi baka naman, baka lang, sa'yo naman nang gagaling yung mali. I-check mo yung ego mo. Check mo yung pride mo. Check mo yung mga internal issues mo sa sarili mo. Or you can also check kung kamusta ang relasyon mo sa tatay mo. I'm no psychologist at hindi ko ito sinasabi sa inyo dahil ito yung siguradong dahilan kung bakit nagkakaganyan. No. All I'm saying is to try and reflect. And let me ask you an honest question which you can only answer with an honest opinion of yourself. Kamusta ang relasyon mo sa tatay mo? Okay? Hindi ko gine-generalize. Hindi ako nagko-conclude. Pero baka lang merong mga issues ka sa tatay mo. At hindi kayong magkasundo ng boss mo, ng peace builder mo, ng teacher mo, ng official sa gobyerno, or kahit sinong mas nakakataas sa'yo oh, na may katungkulan oh, over you. Okay? I-check mo dahil baka yung imahe niya, eh parang yung imahe na nakikita mo sa tatay mo, which is your first person of authority. At minsan nangyayari rin ito sa imahe natin sa Diyos. Baka pati ang spiritual life mo ay naaapektuhan. Baka hindi maganda ang relasyon mo sa Diyos dahil parang nakikita mo yung toxic relationship, naaalala mo yung toxic relationship, na ihahambing mo yung toxic relationship mo sa tatay mo. At minsan, nabibrainwash din tayo ng TV ng media, okay? Oh, sa mga pinapanood natin, oh, sa Hollywood, okay? Doesn't like authority too, based doon sa mga lumalabas na ibang palabas. Okay? Check on some movies or sitcoms. Tignan mo kung paano din na pinoportray yung mga uh, authority figures. Minsan napaka-negative. Andyan yung teacher na walang alam, na, na sobrang uh, eng-eng na teacher na parang lumalabas, pero mostly comedy yung ganon. Okay? Pero namamindset tayo. Ay, yung mga pare na parang nilalabas yung masasamang issue, yung mga madre, kadalasan niya parang minuposal na ah, mismincin ang dating, na napagkasusungit. Okay? Tapos yung politiko, pag politiko, automatic, kurap agad. Oh, yung, yung mga negosyante, automatic, masama o gali, gahaman agad. Okay? Pwede siguro yung iba rito, eh, totoo, kaya nila naisip yan. Pero kapatid, hindi naman laging ganun ang sitwasyon. Ang problema ay kapag ganito lagi ang nakikita natin, napapanood natin, naririnig natin, baka ang nangyayari, we are being brainwashed not to like 
authority. Parang nagiging allergic agad tayo sa authority. Parang masama agad. Parang nilulupig lagi ang iyong uh, ang karapatan, ang iyong uh, uh, freedom. no? At parang api ka lagi pag mayroong person of authority sa iyong itaas. And here's the problem. Kapag masyado kang galit, kapag masyado kang allergic sa authority, eh, God is the highest authority, baka magkaroon ng apekto uh, ang pananaw mo sa otoridad sa relationship mo kay Lord. Sa galit mo sa authority, baka pati ang relasyon mo sa Kanya madamay. Kaya, ang gusto ng Diyos ay iparating sa'yo na bukod sa siya ay person of authority, siya rin ay kaibigan mo. Pero may problem na naman dito. Ang gusto lang natin, kaibigan natin si Lord. Which is true. Walang mali doon. Gusto ng Diyos na itrato siya bilang kaibigan. Ganon ka-close na relationship ang gusto ng Diyos. Pero ang mahirap is gusto natin hanggang doon lang. Minsan, iba ang turing natin sa tropa o kaibigan sa barkada at iba ang turing natin sa Diyos. Iba ang pagtingin natin dyan. Minsan, at home ka, palagay ka sa tropa. Pero sa, sa boss, ilag ka lagi. Person of authority, ilag ka lagi. Okay? A body is different from a boss. Pag tropa, um, malalapitan mo yan. Makakausap mo yan. <laughs> pag meron kang gusto, eh, pagbibigyan ka niyan, tropa mo yan eh. Okay? Wala namang problema dun. Si Lord, ibinibigay niya yung mga gusto natin, yung mga kailangan natin. Kaya ang sarap niya maging tropa, ang sarap niya maging kaibigan. Ang tanong, paano kung yung kahilingan mo sa kanya, yung lambing mo sa kanya, yung pakisuyo mo sa kanya eh, hindi niya binigay for some reason. Pakiramdam mo parang hindi ka dininig. Pakiramdam mo ni-reject ka or dininay ka. Anong gagawin mo? Magtatampo ka, di ba? Okay? Don't get me wrong. Again, you know, God is our closest friend. He is our best friend. Okay? Kaya naman, kapag tayo ay may kahilingan sa Kanya at ibinigay niya, masaya tayo, pero pag tayo ay may kahilingan na hindi niya binigay, huwag ka rin magagalit. You see, God, aside from being our friend, He is also our boss, our leader, a person of authority na namamahala hindi lang sa trabaho natin, sa ginagawa natin, okay? sa pamilya natin, kundi sa buong buhay natin. At minsan hindi nasusunod ang gusto natin, pero huwag kang magagalit. Huwag kang magmamaktol, huwag kang uma-attitude, huwag kang nagpapabebe, <laughs> okay? At huwag kang nagre-rebelde sa Diyos. Because let me tell you the truth, okay? True freedom can only happen when you totally submit to His authority. Huwag kang masyadong nagmamarunong sa Diyos kasi mas marunong siya sa iyo. Huwag kang masyadong nagmamagaling sa Diyos kasi mas magaling siya sa iyo. At huwag kang masyadong nagtatampo sa Diyos, kapatid, dahil hangad niya lang lagi ang mas makabubuti para sa iyo. Amen? In today's Bible story, Matthew was establishing the authority of Jesus. Okay? But we will notice that this is a very different kind of authority. Hindi ito yung iniisip natin na, na parang panay utos na wala sa ayos. Iba. Papakita ko sa iyo kung paanong authority ni Jesus. Matthew 9, 1-8, Jesus climbed into the boat, went back across okay, the lake to his own hometown. 
kapag sinabing hometown, yung own town, pagkaano yan, saan ka lumaki, saan ang probinsya mo. Oh. Sige nga, kayo mga kapatid, saan ang probinsya ninyo, saan ang hometown ninyo. Ah, magandang tanong yan. Kasi ito yung sinabi dito, pag sinabing hometown ni Jesus, ang unang, ang unang lumalabas sa ating isip ay Nazareth. Kasi doon lumaki si Jesus for the first 30 years of His life. Pero ang tinutukoy dito ay hindi Nazareth. Ang tinutukoy dito ay Capernaum. Pag sinabing hometown ni Jesus, Nazareth. Pero this time it is Capernaum. Doon kasi tinawag ni Yahweh, ni God the Father, ng Diyos si Jesus para igugol ang oras niya sa kanyang ministry. Yan ang kanyang home base sa ministry. Ikaw, kapatid, saan ka tinatawag ng Diyos? Okay? Para simulan ang ministry na pinapagawa niya sa'yo. Saan? Okay? Hindi man ito ang hometown mo, hindi man ito ang probinsya mo, hindi man ito ang kinalakhan mo, o pabor na lugar para sa'yo, o sitwasyon na gusto mo. Hindi ito yung gusto mo. Okay? Tandaan mo, God's calling becomes your home kung saan ka tinawag na lugar, na sitwasyon, na pagkakataon, kung ang Diyos mismo ang naglagay sa'yo dyan, eh huwag ka masyadong matatakot. If it is unfamiliar territory, pag pinapunta ka ng Diyos dyan, huwag ka masyadong kabahan. Because where God sends you, He will be with you and He will equip you. Yan ang kagandahan ng boss na ganyan. Okay? Wala nang problema na sumunod dahil alam mo na sasamahan ka niya at hindi ka niya iiwan. Alam mo yung salitang namamahay? Ako kasi namamahay ako. <laughs> kapag ka hindi sa bahay, kapag ka I am being sent out uh, to give a talk on other places, uh, hindi ako mapakali. Hindi ako nakakatulog kasi hindi pamilyar yung lugar na yon. Ganon ako kapag ka hindi hindi, hindi ako sanay. Hindi ako kampante doon sa lugar. Why? Because there is doubt. There is fear. There is worry and there is uncertainty. In other words, there is no peace in your heart. But do not be disheartened. Kapag nasa ibang lugar ka, kung saan ka pinapapunta ng ating Panginoon, tandaan mo kung saan ka itanim ng Diyos on a certain season in your life, aalagaan ka niya Pagyayamanin ka niya, mamumunga ka kasi sinusunod mo ang kalaoban niya. You see, personally, <laughs> sa ministry, I have been assigned to many places now. Nag-umpisa sa Marikina. Oh, I have been assigned to uh, Feast Blue Wave Marikina. Shout out to all the servants of Feast Marikina. And I so love the place. And most especially, I so love the people. After some years, I have been assigned to the Feast Santa Lucia just sa Kainta. I so love the place and especially the people I serve with. And right now, I am assigned to Feast SM San Mateo. Again, I so love the place, especially the people that I serve with. In the next coming years, I am not sure if I will stay here or I will be assigned to another place by my boss. Pwedeng dito, pwedeng sa iba. Hindi ko alam. But there is one thing that I know and I am sure of. Ano yun? That God will bless me wherever 
He plants me. At yun din ang gusto kong sabihin sa inyo. Ganun din ang gagawin ng Diyos sa inyo. Lalo na sa kapwa kong mga servants, mga volunteers na tapat na naglilingkod sa kanya na nakikinig ngayon. If you want peace and feel very right, perfectly at home in any place or any season or any situation in life, listen to this. You only feel at home when you're doing God's will. Check mo. Ito bang ginagawa ko? Ito bang lugar kung nasaan ako ngayon? Ito bang pinapagawa sa akin? Ito ba ay ang will ni Lord sa buhay ko? Maganda na itanong natin yan sa ating sarili. Ikaw ba hindi mapakali? Ikaw ba hindi mapalagay? <laughs> Baka naman kasi pumupunta ka sa isang lugar, sa isang bagay, o sa isang tao na taliwas sa plano ng Diyos para sa buhay mo. If you don't feel at home right now, check if you're doing His will. Ang kalooban ng Diyos. Let me continue the reading. Matthew 9, 1-8. Some people brought uh, to Him a paralyzed man on a mat seeing their faith. Nung uh, pagbaba ni Jesus, pagbaba niya sa Capernaum, pagpunta nila sa bahay, uh, of course, maraming tao nagpipreach. Merong dumating na paralyzed man. Siya ay nakahiga sa isang parang stretcher, parang banig, kasi hindi nga siya makalakad. So, kailangan siya buhatin ng kanyang mga tropa. Sa kwentong ito, hindi lang iisang bida. Marami sila. Nakakatuwa kasi hindi hindi basta-basta, you know, hindi basta gagaling yung paralisadong tao kung hindi siya tutulungan ng mga tunay at tapat na kaibigan niya. You see, following Jesus sa kanyang pinapagawa sa iyo, it is a group project. Hindi yan one-man army, hindi yan kaya ng isang tao, it is always a group project. Ang magandang tanong, Meron ka bang ganyang klasing mga kaibigan na alam mo na hindi ka iiwan? Yung tipong kagabayan ka, tutulungan ka, hangad lagi yung mabuti sa'yo, hindi plastic, hindi ka titirayang patalikod, hindi ka iiwanan. At laging nandyan lagi sa tabi mo, minamahal ka, sumusuporta sa'yo, umaagapay at umaalalay sa'yo. Sige nga, pakicomment nga dito kung, kung meron ka mga tapat na kaibigan na ganyan. Nako kapatid, wag mong bibitawan yung mga yan. Mahirap maghanap ng mga ganyan. Maganda kung marami kang ganyang klaseng kaibigan. Pero tanungin mo rin ang iyong sarili kung ganun ka rin ba sa kanila. Ganun ka rin ba sa ibang tao. O depende lang sa sitwasyon na ganyan ka kapag maganda ang pangyayari. Ganyan ka kapag maganda ang sitwasyon. But kapag mahirap na, nawawala ka na. Ask yourself this question. Are you that kind of real, true, and good friend? As I end my part in this talk, I would like to thank the people that have been with me, serving God with me throughout the years. To all the faithful and selfless and loving servants and volunteers of Feast Marikina, of Feast Santa Lucia, of Feast San Mateo. You know, kahit hindi tayo masyadong nakikita, tandaan ninyo na mahal na mahal na mahal ko kayo parang pamilya ko. And I rejoice with you in your victories and I mourn with you in your sorrows. 
and also my heart cries with you when we lose, when we lose a fellow servant, a fellow brother, and a fellow sister. Marahil, we are assigned in different places right now, serving God in different feasts. But believe me, we are one serving in God's vineyard. At magkakasama tayo at isang pamilya tayo. And nalulungkot ako kapag ka may pinagdadaanan yung iba. At nalulungkot ako kapag may nawawala tayong kasama. You see, heaven has gained a good soul. But we lost a good friend, a good servant, a good husband, a good father, and his name is Brother Ray Pineda. And here is his picture. As I end this talk, I would like to request that if you could pray for his good soul. From one servant to another, may God bless you all. May God prosper you all. And it is always a joy and an honor to serve God and do His will. To serve our boss and do His mission that, be, that is being assigned to us. Maraming maraming salamat po. Thank you very much, Brother Monching. And as we proceed with message number two, Jesus is Lord over sin and sickness. The paralyzed man lived in a culture that believed that sickness was a result of a punishment, was a result of a sin. So I'm very much sure that the paralyzed man was asking himself, God, ano ba yung kasalanan kong malaki? Ano ba yung, ano ba yung kasalanan kong malaki at pinarosahan mo ko ng ganito? And the, the paralyzed man might think that God must be really angry at me. That's why it leads us to a very special question. Does the Old Testament teach that sickness comes from sin? Here's my one-word answer. Sometimes. You know, remember in the Old Testament, my dear friends, you know, yung kapatid ni Moses, si Miriam, bad-mouthed Moses at one, at, one, at one point. At ang naging parusa sa kanya, no? ang naging parusa sa kanya, nagkaroon siya ng skin disease. In the same way, my dear friends, that the, Lord, that the doctors in our present times right now, my dear friends, would always continue to remind us to have a healthy lifestyle. Healthy lifestyle, yes. Why? Because of course, if we don't have a healthy lifestyle, no, magkakaroon tayo ng maraming sakit. Andiyan ng hypertension, andiyan ng diabetes, andiyan ng kung ano-ano pang sakit na maaari mo makuha kapag hindi mo inalagaan ng katawan mo. But of course, as I've said earlier, sometimes, but not always in the Old Testament. Because in the Bible, you also have this long story about this very good man, by the name of Job. And si Job, di ba, ang bait-bait niyang tao, he was a righteous man, and yet, abay, sandamakmak naman na sakit yung kanyang natanggap. Pigsa mula ulo hanggang paa. At bakit ginawa ito ng Diyos sa kanya? Because the Lord wants to test his faith. So you just cannot judge people who are sick. My suggestion, when you're sick or someone else is sick, just bring that person to Jesus. Whether you need healing or forgiveness or both, you won't go wrong with your decision. Why? Ask me why. Because Jesus is Lord over every sickness. Message number three. Jesus reveals the Father's authority. 
let me tell you another reason now why those religious people fell off their chairs when Jesus said your sins are forgiven for centuries my dear friends the Jews believed that there was only one way to forgive your sins first you you have to go to Jerusalem on the day of atonement and sacrifice an animal that's it there's no other way no plan B no alternative kaya nga naman nung pagkakataon na sinabi ni Jesus do sa tao na uh, pinapatawad ka na ng Diyos sa iyong mga kasalanan the Pharisees the leaders asked themselves who is this man? sino itong taong to na pati ang pagpapatawad ng kasalanan matanging Diyos lang ang pupwede gumawa ay ginagawa niya okay Ang labo no sabi siguro na uh, kumbaga sa term it, it was very scandalous on their part. Aba, sino that's that's blasphemy in the context of their faith. Dahil walang ibang tao ang maaring makapagpatawad ng kasalanan maliban sa Diyos. Maliban sa Diyos. At ito pa. Tinamo ha. Halimbawa, nagpunta ka ng Jerusalem. Diba? Nag-offer ka, nagpunta ka ng Jerusalem, you know? nag, 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 uh, nag, nag, on the day of the atonement, tapos nag-offer ka ng, ng hayop, and then after that event, you feel so clean. Diba? You feel so clean. Tapos pabalik ka na sa bayan mo, kasi galing ka rin sa, sa Jerusalem, pabalik ka na sa bayan mo. Tapos along the way, meron ka nakasalubong na, na, na isang tao na hindi mo gusto. Tapos sinapak mo, dinagkasala ka ulit. Ang sakit sa ulo nun, tanong mo sa akin kung bakit. Kasi maghihintay ka ulit ng isang taon bago ka patawarin ng Diyos. Ganun yung konteksto nun. Ganun yung konteksto nun. So, well, okay lang sana kung malapit yung bahay mo sa Jerusalem. Eh kung malayong lugar yung bahay mo. So, every year you have to travel from your place to Jerusalem. Ang layo nun. And that, you only do it once a year. But through this powerful story, my dear friends, Jesus was making a bold declaration. He is the new temple and He is the sacrificial lamb. He can forgive anyone, anytime and anywhere. That's the strong message that Jesus was telling everyone. In doing this, Jesus revealed the authority of the Father. Jesus was the physical embodiment of the most quoted Old Testament verse in Exodus 34 verse 6 and we read Yahweh the Lord the God of compassion and mercy I repeat this paralyzed man felt that God was so angry at him kaya nga naman pinarusahan siya kaya siya naging paralyzed so imagine that tender moment when Jesus told him be encouraged my child, your sins are forgiven. Can you imagine the feeling? Now, now, for the longest time possible, the paralyzed man thought that God was so angry at him. And in that instance, and in that circumstance, at sa pagkakataong yun, pinatatawad siya ni Jesus, pinatatawad siya ng Diyos Ama. Jesus was not only exposing the Father's heart, but also the Father's authority. God is not angry at you. He loves you so much. And you know, my dear friends, perhaps your experience of authority was really bad. Siguro, baka meron kang, meron kang, di ba, baka masama ang experience mo sa tatay mo. 
masama ang experience mo sa nanay mo, or sa kahit na kaninong authority. Perhaps you had a selfish mother, or an abusive father, or a cruel boss, or a manipulative religious leader. And perhaps, you know, uh, you sometimes see leaders as toxic human beings. Kaya naman, meron kang concern sa authority. But listen to this one, my dear friends. Submit to the authority of the Father. Submit to the authority of His mercy. Okay? Friend, God's authority is very different. Ang awa at ang pagmamahal ng Diyos ay ibang-iba sa awa at pagmamahal ng mga tao na kapaligid sa atin. Kung sa palagay mo, eh, wala ka ng, di ba, kung sa palagay mo, galit ang Diyos sa'yo, maniwalt at hindi, kahit kailan, hindi niya kaya magalit sa'yo. Sa dinami-dami ng sablay mo sa buhay, sa dinami-dami ng kasalanan mo sa buhay, kailanman hindi nagalit ang Diyos sa'yo. Naaawa ang Diyos sa'yo, pero hindi siya nagagalit sa'yo. Kaya anong kailangan mong gawin? Submit to His authority. Submit to His mercy. Because at the end of the day, my dear friends, God is a merciful God. God is, is a God of so many chances. The reason why you're still alive today, my dear friends, isa sa mga dahilan kung bakit ka pabuhay ngayon, dahil patuloy kang binibigyan ng, pag, ng pagkakataon ng ating Panginoon na itama ang iyong mga mali. Bakit? Tanong mo sa akin kung bakit? Kasi isa lang ang nais ng Diyos. Tanong mo sa akin kung ano? Ano? Ang makasama ka sa buhay na walang hanggan. Amen? Let's pray. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, maraming maraming salamat po sa araw na ito. Maraming maraming salamat po sa pagbibigay niyo sa amin ng mensahe ng pagpapatawad, sa mensahe ng pagmamahal, at sa mensahe ng biyaya, Panginoon. Panginoon, um, hilumin mo ang puso ko sa sakit na nararamdaman ko. Kung meron man itong galit sa aking kapwa, Pagalingin mo, Panginoon. Panginoon, patuloy mo kaming gabayan, patuloy mo kaming samahan, Panginoon, at patuloy mo kaming bigyan pa ng napakarami pang pagkakataon. Panginoon, bigyan mo ang aming puso ng puso mapagpasalamat, puso mapagpatawad, gaya ng puso mo, gaya ng puso ng iyong anak na Jesus. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.